0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. before this is over,
1: I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. I don't give a crap if you covered yourself in peanut butter and had a 15 gang man. This is the award-winning podcast with me, Warren Robinson. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? If you're good at something, never do it for free. Podcast may not have any
0: awards.
1: I'm so
0: that is one big pile of shit
1: good ladies and gentlemen uh without further ado and because our recorder is already running and i'm on a time limit before i have to go and jack up with coke sorry yes lady and two guys and one of you's a gentleman and i can't work out which to be honest anyway good a lady and gentleman and mojack please welcome up on stage uh famous for mtv Famous for being one of the coolest, smartest comedians in the country He's very soon going to be doing his second one-man show Which is all about history Because he's a genius Please welcome up on stage the incredible Majak Luhuku
0: Oh, good lord. Hello, hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, Mojack. Hello, this, is, hi. this is the
1: gig of your life, am I right? I'm one guy to, has now left.
0: I'm into gaming, man.
1: This is what happens. Okay, so we're recording this particular uh, podcast, not at our usual venue, but yes. at the Icon Games Convention. Yes. And, and they did a thing to us, which was very nice. Yeah, they, yeah. they told people we were in a venue, and then they didn't book that venue. <laughs> so now we're in a different venue, and no one knows we're here. It's okay, it happens. So it's we've life. got... Yeah, we've got we've got a rapist, a Teletubby, and and a very nice looking man. I'm not going to say. Watching us, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, I'm expecting the laughter to be slightly muted from what we're used to. I think. Yeah, over the Nickelodeon
0: stage, it's going to yes. be interesting. Welcome. Yeah. We've got two Look, more people l- joining us.
1: Yes. All right. This is uh, this is already happening. Watch watch this. We should, we should just this tell night. everyone this is the
0: food court,
1: and while <laughs> they eat
0: their food, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're giving away freebies. <laughs> yeah. we've
1: got... All right, guys, we're getting rumbled. Grant Charlton, who's the organizer of this thing, is now in the back and he knows we're here. This is a problem. <laughs> this, is, this is not going happening. well for me. Um, okay, all right, let's... Uh, Grant looks like a character from The Witcher, like one of the good ones.
0: <laughs> Thank you, all three of you who know what that is. He looks like if you have to go, like he's guardian warrior. He'll give you some XP and some loot if you fight him. I brought all my gaming references today. Yeah, that's good. That's important. Death. Just death. There we go. I'm a vanguard.
1: We we now have five listeners and one of them is heckling us. This is going well, guys. This is going great.
0: That's like how life is, right? (laughs) You meet five (laughs) people along the way. One of them is heckling you and uh, you call them your mom. Um, So this is going to be fun.
1: Yes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to plow on regardless with the podcast. Yes. uh, Because you know I have half an hour in which to... Convince people that you are one of the funniest people I've ever met. Okay. So, so, so let's do this. One of the things I, I, I want to talk to you about, and it was something I heard recently about yeah, about you, was yes. out in Grahamstown last year, Chris Forrest was putting up all your posters. Yes. Because you were getting super angry. You were too busy getting angry at the design of the other posters. Apparently, throwing an actual proper shit fit. Is Yeah, I had a meltdown. (laughs) I
0: hate bad design. It's so sloppy. There were posters at Grahamstown that looked like they were made like on clip art. You guys remember (laughs) like some guys like select shape icon and insert name of show and after, so like Grahamstown is built as 11 days of awesome It's like three and a half hours at most. Like, it's a shit place. They've got Wi-Fi, but no water. It's just terrible. You know when you open your Uber app and it says, for real? Like, your Uber (laughs) is like, fuck you. No one's picking you up. The nearest driver is four days away. There's no Woolwads. There are donkeys causing traffic. It's weird, bro. It's just a weird town. Sorry
1: if anyone here is from Grahamstown. I, I, you know, I thought I might trigger a nerve. I thought I might. I didn't you know realize it would be You know what Grahamstown looks like?
0: It looks like Metro Redux. You guys have played that. Like, every level on that, and there's just, like, some animals ready to eat your head off. That's what it feels like. The
1: thing about Grahamstown for me is every year I go to Grahamstown, I go there with so much hope. Yes. Like, I'm such an idiot. Like yes. Like, every year I go there with hope and dreams, and then I come home with no money. Yes. And, that that and, is... And, an STD. That is a sign
0: of an abusive relationship. You keep going back every year knowing yeah. what's going to happen. And that's what Grahamstown town is, is like with me. It's like that girl who kind of likes me, but she likes other people more. And I'm still hoping one day she'll give me a chance. And one day she'll get drunk enough. He, whoa. I, that's <laughs> not, no, that's
1: not what I said. You uh, you disgust said. me, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, we went there. Good times. Ah, good. Marvelous. All right, um... Uh, here's, here's some awkward things. What I do is I do what what I call first date questions. Yes. Which are questions I like to ask on first dates. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to treat this like it's a first date, and I'm going to ask you some of those questions. Yeah. Uh,
0: what's the worst superpower? The worst superpower is being able to get dressed without using your hands or feet. Like who has that? <laughs> now just imagine that because you'd just be five minutes earlier for shit, and <laughs> it wouldn't really count for anything. You know what I mean? Oh, I was thinking earlier the worst superpower would be like to have X-ray vision. But it only works in a hospital, like because you're fucked. Because there's machines that do that already. You're like you're null and void if you go down a corridor, basically. Yeah, that would be the worst
1: superpower. But I, j- I just realised Superman's got the changing without because he's basically got a onesie suit that he tears off in a phone yeah, boot, right? Like, like so, what? I, like the logistics of Superman's like.
0: Costume I think about it a lot because it's really tight and he has to wear that the whole. Imagine like you had to wear that the whole day, like and then there was no crime, <laughs> and then like you're mad, sweaty, and it doesn't look like it's made by like Nike or Adidas, so it doesn't have like you know that stuff that wicks away sweat. Yeah. So ju- just, yeah.
1: So Superman's balls smell pretty rank. It's like, not just really?
0: <laughs> like, like, Lewis Lane's like, yo, please shower before we fuck. This, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's very... Or she really likes the smell of brie. Yeah, she runs him a bubble bath for two hours and, like, with lavender and shit, and then they make out. So uh, that's the one problem about being a superhero. That's, that's a valuable first date question. Yo, and that and his just helper must hate him. You know what I mean? Like, she comes there once a week, and it's just her, and it's got no, like, cleaning instructions, so she doesn't know whether to wash it by hand or put it in. You think
1: Superman's domestic worker knows who he is? You think she's worked <laughs> she, it out by now? She, like, I think she's clicked by now. She's yeah. like, yes, okay,
0: I know who the fuck you are. You I think know he has to are. threaten her? Yeah, no, she knows his identity, or he just, like, murders them every time they figure it out.
1: I, th- I think he's one of those guys that still uses the like the English name for his domestic workers. So what he's do like, you mean? Like, so he's like Margaret. Margaret, <laughs> if you tell anyone, I will, I will cut you. I don't know how we got to sorry guys. We are now
0: fucking ruining everyone's image of the <laughs> Sorry, we fucked.
1: No, no, we didn't. That's exactly what I want to do with my life. <laughs> Basically, just ruin everything for everyone. I uh, I, I was looking at science yeah. recently. I like to look at science from time to time because I'm clever. Um. But there's one thing that strikes me as weird. Why doesn't the Earth fall down? I don't know. I I thought you would be the one guy that could answer that. It's
0: because of centrifugal forces. You ever held a bucket with water in it and Uh swung it around? The water never leaves that bucket because there's a force
1: pulling. Yeah, but your hand is on the bucket. Like there's no
0: hand. So think of the universe as like the hand, and we're a part of, and we're a bucket. Um, Like Uh you know what I mean? This is blowing my mind. I know. Mojok. I can tell by your <laughs> your lack of reaction. So where's the
1: hand? That's what, where's the hand. The
0: hand is the Lord, and okay. uh, no, I'm,
1: I don't fucking know. The the hand is some guy. The hand, in mass the hand is the Lord. I'm expecting a call. Any minute now from, like, Bill Nye. Bill Nye is He's going to, like, swear at me. He's going to send me DM tweets and tell me what a dick I am. Or Neil deGrasse Tyson. He looks yeah, like ne-
0: the, the cool scientist. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know. Neil deGrasse Tyson always strikes me as a guy with a problem. What like do you who's mean? Go- who's going to watch Superman yeah. and then sitting in the, in the theater and tweeting about how wrong the science is? You know, like, that's he, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He, he is. He's, the, he's the person he's that's that doing guy. that
0: in life. Debunking myths about the law of gravity. That's what he does. That's right. Yeah.
1: No, no, but it's not just debunking Miz. Yeah. Like he's sitting, he's that guy that's sitting in the movie theater with his phone out, like with the light on, oh, fucking okay. everything up for everyone, maybe tweeting about how shit the, the, I don't know, the gravity effects on Superman's butthole is. Yeah,
0: maybe he just needs more friends. Maybe that's it. <laughs> like, you know, he's in the movie by himself and he's trying to tell all these thousands of, of, of uh, what are they, t- uh, followers. What's going on in the we're movie? We're trying
1: to tell the Icon Games Convention that someone else needs some friends. Mojack, what? we're, no, we're I'm going down sure. the wrong alley here. Hey,
0: if you got Xbox Live, hit me up. I'm Captain Le Hook. If you want to get your ass whooped.
1: Nobody, nobody voluntarily changes Everyone Yeah, chosen.
0: everyone's like, fuck you. We were like, All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or PS4. Like, who's using Xbox voluntarily?
1: a fucking idiot. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I screwed up. Good. Okay. Um. You you like to rap? I do like to rap. Okay. Can you rap for me now? Uh, I'm <laughs>
0: sitting at a table wearing cotton, not nylon, with a whole bunch of cool people. We just came to Icon. There's a stand there with Tekken Four, Tekken Seven on PS4. Uh, maybe you can get yourself a copy at the door. Uh. Okay. That's it. Fuck. I don't Fucking know. Like, hell.
1: I need. Look. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly. Wasn't like, amazing. Who's a really good rapper?
0: a good, really good rapper yeah. is uh, who's that guy uh, uh, he used to be called Lekoa but now he's Snotkop <laughs> he's great he's got okay, like so it <laughs> wasn't exactly
1: Snotkop but it was pretty good well <laughs> off the top of your head it, it was Snotkop-esque he was nice somewhere okay. yeah, yeah I, d- I don't really know Snotkop's you know like his career I haven't really followed it he's huge everyone, man he's a big deal everywhere
0: on CakeNet. Um <laughs> yeah
1: all right, so in Grahamstown, you did your first one-man show. It was called How Did I Get Here." Is yes, that right? Yes, How Did
0: I Get Here was the name of the show. How
1: did that actually go? I mean, we were talking about Grahamstown a little bit. Like, yeah. But how did that go? Was it good? Did you get crowds? They
0: I had weird crowds at Grahamstown. So you guys are actually a blessing because what happens in Grahamstown is that you get academics and 16-year-olds. Then you're like, you, you, your guys' worlds do not mix in any way because these people have never heard of RP5. These people don't know what Twitch is, and now you've got to find a middle ground in
1: between all of that shit. The middle ground is me, because academics and 16-year-olds is my sex life. Right. <laughs> wow, this is being recorded, so I hope you've got a good lawyer. Thank you for that, Warren.
0: <laughs> you just incriminated yourself. Thank you very much. No, no that's it was fine. fine. It was fine. Oh, you said I wasn't talking about
1: dogs. Dogs are legal, 16 times 7. Ha-ha! <laughs> okay. Escaped that one. <laughs> that was super close. Right. I don't think that's the purpose <laughs> of learning <laughs> math, but carry on. <laughs> Got away with that. That was close. <laughs> Man. Uh, anyway, but Graham sounds hard. I'll admit. Yes. Like, it's difficult. Sometimes you perform in big halls for, like, 200 people. Yes. Like, I don't know what that normally feels like. There's supposed to be 200 people there, but there's actually, like, eight. Yeah. And I don't know what that... Like, it's, it's like
0: Look, I appreciate every audience. Someone that yeah. took the time out to listen to what you've got to say is like that's cool for yeah, yeah. me, you know. No, hundred percent. So I appreciate anyone who's willing to come and listen to our. What we're saying our is, our please cuck. don't leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just like, don't <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, too much.
1: But on the opposite end of the kind of the difficult scale for gigs yes. is when you get like a rough crowd. And I know you were telling me the other day about a, a gig at Ozone in. Oh Sergio. yeah. Yeah, oh. where you
0: got where you got booed. Oh, yeah, I did this gig once where, like, the the comics were all making fun of the same person. And I was, like, the sixth comedian to go on. And I made fun of that person. And they turned on me, like, there was, like, (laughs) all right. Everybody logged out of my set. And then I tried to salvage it. And then from the back, someone was, like, bring back Jay Boogie, who was the host. (laughs) So I was, like, well, you know what? I will bring him back. And I uh, dropped the Well, I gave the mic back and just, like, left and never went back.
1: Did but they actually boo, though? Did they actually... I think like, there
0: was some booing. I think there was some <laughs> booing. But it's like, you know those traumatic experiences that you block out of your life forever? Yeah. That's what happened to me. That was that, like... So I, there are bits of that memory in my <laughs> head, and some of them I will... I never want to revisit unless I go to therapy. Okay, cool. But yeah.
1: you, you, you mentioned there a bit where you said, like, I dropped the mic, and then you were like, no, I didn't... I, no, I didn't drop, I didn't drop, the, drop mic. the mic. Like, I was embarrassed. You never dropped the mic. Like, Gavin Asanga. will... You'll kill you if you don't No, mic, but this like. is a sure SM fifty eight. For those of you guys who know your sound,
0: these are like virtually indestructible. I've got one of these joints. You can do anything with the SM fifty eight. You could beat someone to death and then use it at a gig the same night. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes promoters are dicks. No, I'm <laughs> no, but SM fifty eights are
1: great microphones. They're amazing. Okay. Yeah. But I remember I remember I was at a gig once and Robbie Collins did a bit and then he dropped the mic. Yeah. But he broke the mic. Yeah. And then the whole like, hour after the gig was just him groveling to the sound guy <laughs> and taking his like, gig fee and trying to pay for the
0: mic. There's nothing worse than dropping a mic and breaking it when there are six more acts to go. <laughs> now we're all like, so what are we going to fucking do now? And then he tried to reassemble it. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, Robbie, you've never put anything together in your life. Like Lego was the last shit <laughs> you touched that made any sense. And it was just awkward and he, he felt really bad. Shout out to Robbie Collins, the smooth operator.
1: <laughs> alright so now now this is something else that I, that I love about you you're a gossip right? You I'm a to, gossip Yeah, you love to talk about other comedians you love, to, you love that do thing do I? yeah cause one of your favorite stories is, uh, is a fight between Griff and Al Well,
0: not that's, about not you. Go- that's not gossip it's just like two comics had a fight I'd never seen that shit in my life Okay, but what was cool this is the best part of the story so, so these two guys are having a fight right and the one dude the American dude says to the other guy man fuck you and the other dude goes no, fuck you. Then the guy goes, "Yeah, but let it be known that I said it first. And I thought like that was the most childish but epic way to end like a fight. Like I swore you out first, I win. So it's like two two forty year olds acting like thirteen year olds. And but and you would
1: you would have expected better comebacks from comedians.
0: No, that was the, that was such a good comeback. Like I said it first. You know what I mean? Do you know how cool that t- it is to hear that from like a forty year old man? But that's also—it's the definitive comedian thing because you don't want to be a comedian who says some shit second. Yeah, you don't. Then yeah. you hack. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so he won. That guy won.
1: But how did that happen? Where was that? What I don't. That
0: I don't know. It was just some silly argument. You know, backstage can be very interesting. At all right. What's, shows. The, what's the most
1: interesting thing that's ever happened backstage to
0: you? Back, ever backstage? Oh, yeah. shit! I'm on the spot now. All—all all I'm thinking about now. Back in the day, we used to do a gig at, co- uh, at Cool Runnings in Melville. Don't know if you guys used to frequent that establishment but the backstage was basically four urinals and a cubicle, <laughs> and that's where a lot of conversations it would happen. It smelled nice back there. It yeah. smelled yeah. interesting, let's say yeah. that. Uh, there were good, good times there. Yeah. Yeah, that, I can't think of anything at the that's moment. That's the
1: best thing that happened to you. I can't, I'm on the spot now. I love like, the backstage where there were four urinals and nothing else. Because <laughs> well, like, I'm a creep. Like, we'll, that's what we'll, edit, like. we'll edit this shit out. You <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. I don't edit anything out. Damn like, I'm it. too fucking lazy for that. I'm so no, but now the backstage thing is quite interesting because a lot of people... I mean, judging by this gig, for example, I'm sure you guys are imagining that, that comedy can be extremely <laughs> glamorous. Like, extremely glamorous. <laughs> and you must know that backstage of comedy gigs is even less glamorous than the actual gigs themselves. Uh-huh. Like at Parkers, the backstage of Parkers is just an alley. Yes. Like, it's, just a, like it's literally like it's this really fancy club... And then you stand next to the dustbins and go <laughs> out on the stage like that. Hey,
0: you know, there are some nice spaces, though. Like where? Goliath Club is, like well, not the backstage, but the upstairs part, the smoking section where everyone hangs out. It's pretty classy. Like a c- It's a
1: cigar lounge. No, look, I mean, it's it's really lovely. Yeah, just, it's cool. The thing I don't like about it is people can talk to you there. Oh, okay. Is that a problem for you? You don't like talking to people? I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not mad about people. Like You're in not general, mad like, about you know people? What I'm about. I love people. You know, all, you know what I'm talking about. All kinds about. of people. Talk to strangers. All, All s- fuck shapes like and sizes. It's great. I love it. Basically, what he's saying is if you are single, he will fuck you. <laughs> how did you come to that conclusion? That's, okay. Sorry. No, you're right. He doesn't care if you're single. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Either way, someone's getting fucked today. No, uh,
1: that's not how I roll. <laughs> All right. So you did. You went to Gramstown Grahamst- uh, uh, Fest yes. uh, with How Did I Get Here? Then you did Edinburgh Fest in 2013. Right? I did go to Edinburgh. Edinburgh was a mindfuck. I was
0: never ready for Edinburgh. Basically, I got my visa on Thursday. I bought my flight out on Saturday. And then I was in Edinburgh on Tuesday. It was like, you guys remember those bad 90s rom-coms where people would throw stones at windows and shit. That's what it was like. I was like, Rabin, open for me. (laughs) I got a taxi from EDI to to Broughton. Broughton, as they call it. Broughton. Uh, And I chilled there for two weeks. And I was drunk for most of it. But it was fun. It was a really good time. It's an unbelievable experience. Oh, it's right such here. a mindfuck. It's like you're never ready for that kind of world. Did you actually get on stage at all? I did get on stage in, uh, uh, in Scotland. And I had probably the most painful death I've ever had in my stand-up. Right, let's hear about that. Imagine a room of 200 people and one chuckle in a 10-minute set. Yeah. Like, and then the, there was a dude before me who was really funny. His name was Martin. He had uh, I think he had he a... Had, uh, MS, I think, okay. and he fucking crushed. He was amazing. And I came on, and I did some South African jokes, and everyone was just like, who the fuck is Julius Malema? <laughs> and, then, and I proceeded to bomb for the next 10 minutes. Okay, that's, yeah. that's absolutely epic. I, I still have the recording somewhere. Did you, did you meet anybody famous? That year, Trevor Noah was doing a show called That's Racist at the Pleasance. Hannibal Buress was just coming out. Jim Jeffries we met. He was doing uh, uh, The Set List. Lois O'Koala was there. Uh, Kristen Schaal was doing a, a, um, a promo thingy, like shooting a pilot over there. There was a party. This dude, Mick Parent was in a cave. And they had this... Everyone who's big in comedy in the UK was there that night. It was fucking amazing. It was and so you. Dope. You were there. Yeah, and me. I had somehow gotten a tag um, <laughs> and couldn't afford anything. It was a it was a fun time.
1: Yeah. Th- that's the thing I liked about time, uh, Edinburgh was Edinburgh. that you'd you'd wind up meeting the strangest people. Yes. Like I... I uh, I don't know if, if uh, South Africans know Stephen K. Amos. He's uh, quite a famous uh, uh, British comic. Okay. And uh, I was sitting on the floor in a bar, and he walked up next to me, and he said, you know, oh, well, you're down there. Yes. And I was like, holy shit, you're Stephen K. Amos. Yeah. If I can get it out, I'll do it right here, right now. Yes, yes, I yes. Didn't, I didn't wind up blowing him, but it was close. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty but, close, yeah. Right,
0: that's not how I expected that story to go. But we'll, we'll go with it. It works. <laughs> it works either way. Yeah, Edinburgh's cool. It's like um, It's like going to... Imagine... Who who you, you everyone here is a gamer? Yes. So like imagine being at Rage and fucking Ubisoft is dropping the new Assassin's Creed Origins thingy. And you know what I mean? Like all the major studios are there. So that's what it's like. It's like all it's your like favorite E3, shit, but yeah. It's yeah, it's like E3. It's like it's the yeah. Super Bowl. It's the it's the Champions League of whatever the fuck it is that you like. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you somehow get to go there.
0: Yeah, I snuck in. I'd met Mick Perrin, who, who's like Eddie Izzard's uh, manager and Trevor's manager and a bunch of other people. And he got us some passes. He's a very cool guy.
1: Ha! Ha! That's, that's not cool at all. I, I'm not jealous <laughs> in the least. <laughs> Long live Mick Perrin. Yeah. You were, you were on LNN, which must have been quite a big deal for you. It was I mean, a that big was, That deal. was Loyissa Gola's late night news for people who don't know.
0: Yeah, like, so, yeah. so maybe it's like the daily show, but for here, and we did that for like five seasons. And uh, we got an international Emmy award, and uh, a Deep Fried Man was on the show. Also, we had a good time. Woo, that shout out to <laughs> Deep Fried Man. He did a thing at the end where he'd play songs, and it was cool. It was fun. But then I, I and then we got fired, and um, that was heartbreaking. We were fired via email. And uh, <laughs> but I was in Machali's back at the time. We softened the blow, so it was okay. It happened. <laughs> it happens in life. That happens.
1: But what was? I mean, you did a kind of an on the beat reporting type thing. What yes. was the weirdest moment from that for you? What was the strangest so the the strangest?
0: Off? So it's weird, like trying to be at a political protest and make fun of the people because they're like they're really there for the thing. Uh, but the one year we went to to Pride at Zoo Lake. And that was also, like, really strange, right? Because there were, like, those very super conservative, like, Bible people who were against whatever. Then you had other people with, like, then there was, there was, but what was interesting, the most poignant thing somebody said to me was there was a gay dude who said, this is the only time as a gay person, that you kind of get to be normal in the world. And that really struck me. Like, it was the one day that everybody could just be, you know what I mean? As opposed to having to kind of hide the identity. And I think all of us have, like, a certain element of us. We wish we could show a little bit more, you know what I mean? But we don't get the opportunity to because of how society,
1: like, looks at it, you know? All right. Well, now's your opportunity. What is that? side to you that you want everyone to know a little bit more about my side thing yeah
0: is um is i I buy all like the 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 add-ons on dead or alive and then i (laughs) i turn off the lights and light some incense and some candles and um and things happen you know with my hand um (laughs) no no i play and i try to beat the game on the hardest difficulty what are you guys thinking um so, no, I mean, there's a bunch of shit. We all have, you know, we all have things about us that we don't e- expose to the world as much as we'd like.
1: No. No, yeah, I think I think it's important that you never expose that to the world. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Keep it deep, dark in Keep your it deep. It. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably end on a couple more of these, uh, yeah. these first date questions. Uh, do chickens really exist? Yes, they do. They are the
0: lifeblood of every dish uh, ever known to man. And you know what's great about chicken? It's really hard to fuck up chicken like as a you know what i mean like you can you can fuck up a steak tartare epically right but then you all have poisoning and a gastrointestinal infection if you just put chicken in something long enough it'll be edible be a bit tough but you can eat it and that's why i think chicken is chicken was created on the 6th day i believe and then the other <laughs> shit came afterwards Okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so, so the answer is yes. Then the answer is yes. I think chicken is a boy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: cool. I got distracted. Sorry. Okay. Are
0: you circumcised? I am. Uh, the, the,
1: uh, that guy wanted to know. This, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am
0: circumcised. When I was uh, at the age of 13, I went to uh, a mountain called Menlin Clinic, and um, <laughs> and they, they operated on me. They gave me so they gave me an option. Do I want to be under general, or local anaesthetic? And I fucked up. I said local because, you know, I'm patriotic, yeah. which I didn't realize meant they were going to inject my penis. And the <laughs> fucked up thing about being circumcised is that you're still awake while they're doing it. And so I had this, this lovely Afrikaans doctor and his nurse, and I'm lying on the bed, and they're playing like Metro FM <laughs> while, they, while, you know, while they do the procedure. The other fucked up thing about the story is that my dad's like, hey, do you want ice cream? I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. So now we're in Menlyn Mall just after I've had my thing done, and the general anesthetic slowly started wearing off <laughs> in the middle of what is the biggest fucking mall in Africa, and it took me, I think, 45 minutes to get back to the car, and it was one of the most painful fucking experiences, and I had to wear a dress <laughs> for a week, and it scarred me for life. So if any of you are thinking Actually, of... Actually, quite literally... Yeah, it was terrible It was a a fucking nightmare You know, like, it's so rough Sorry, all of you who, like, you know, you hate this shit But you guys have watched The Walking Dead You can deal with this Um, It was a really rough experience It was rough Ladies and gentlemen, the incredible
1: Mojack Law Yeah, and on that note (laughs) Cheers, thank you very much Thank you for telling us about your dick